Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Raj Hanad on the line. Raj, how are you? I am fine. Thank you for asking. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, you Likewise. have you have an amazing book, and you do a lot of wonderful work in in the field of cardiology, which you know I'm somewhat familiar with with my own cardiac journey back in 2009 and 10. And you connect the dots between mental wellness and well-being in cardiology. So why don't you share a little bit about you with the audience and then we'll dive into the conversation. Uh, as to why I wrote the book? Absolutely. And who you are and in and, and, and some of the work that you've done. Uh, sure. Uh, I have been a professor of cardiovascular medicine for 41 years at University of Massachusetts Medical School. I received my cardiology training at Harvard University, uh, Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, and then Massachusetts General Hospital. I was there on a scholarship, uh, and I have published uh, books. Uh, textbook is How to Read EKG Properly. Uh, I am also an inventor. I invented thermoelectric angioplasty catheter, and I have a global uh, patent and U.S. patent on it. Uh, and uh, I retired uh, in 2013. Uh, a few years before that, I was interested in a healthy diet. I was myself uh, overweight uh, at that time. And uh, then I studied all the work of others. And then I designed my own diet and uh, did experiment on me, worked very well. I reduced weight. The beauty of this diet was it was a high-fiber diet uh, that calories don't matter. It is the quality of the food that matters. You eat as much as you want to your satisfaction, provided you don't overeat. And uh, the definition of overeating is if you feel uncomfortable in your stomach after uh, eating, then you overeat. And if you are hungry within an hour, then you underate. That is the only test required. And this worked very nicely. And then when I see other books in the market on healthy diet, I see that they talk in generalities, oh, eat fruits, vegetables, beans, which is correct, but they don't go into specifics. Like if you are in a supermarket, you are shopping, you want a bread, there are 10 different kinds of bread, how to find the one that is for you. And if you choose two or three, then which one would be the best among those for you? People go to, uh, or if you are shopping for oil, and uh, usually oil you should not use in the cooking, but without that it is not possible. So which one oil you should use and why not others? People go to restaurants and they order salad 
but nobody tells the server, please take out the seeds and why. Uh, so these are the things, plus people travel a lot. Uh, and when they travel, uh, they stay in hotels and uh, then how to choose the healthy options over there. And that was one reason I wrote this book. It goes into a very specific details with reasons. And also what people forget is that uh, debilitating diseases like heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, loss of memory, Alzheimer's, dementia, cancer, arthritis, leaky gut where there are always pains and cramps in the stomach and diabetes. All these are caused by only one and one cause and that is low-grade chronic inflammation in the body which results from unhealthy diet as well as from stress. And these days there's plenty of stress. And therefore, healthy diet is alone is not enough. You have to have a healthy lifestyle. And healthy lifestyle needs six things. One, healthy diet, then regular exercise, then stress reduction program, which I've described in detail uh, with scientific proofs in my book, socializing, and that is socializing in person, not uh, uh, on social media. Proper sleep, six to eight hours every day. And lastly, once a year, physical checkup. And when you go for a physical checkup, what particular test which the doctors won't do and you must ask uh, for that test. So uh, those details, uh, if you follow, then uh, hopefully you are on the right track and chronic inflammation in the body will be reduced to minimum, if not eliminated. And in the long run, this will be very helpful to eliminate are significantly reduced the incidence of these eight diseases, deadly diseases that I mentioned, specifically cancer. And uh, my wife uh, died of cancer, uh, and uh, uh, that is it was her wish. I write a book on this. I've been teaching at the medical school about this. So to fulfill her wish, I decided to write the book and all the proceeds of the book will go directly from Amazon to Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Uh, so those are the reasons I wrote this book. It's amazing. And there's so much that we can dive into on what you shared about this book. And I highly encourage everyone pick up this book, not just because it's going to a very worthy cause, but the lessons in this book are so important because we forget that the food we eat impacts how we feel. And inflammation is, as you mentioned, a huge, huge problem that impacts how we feel. 
you know, whether it's inflammation in our joints or inflammation in our heart or other parts of our body, when those things happen, that means they're inflamed, which means they're not feeling well, which means we don't feel well, which means our body is trying to address that because our bodies are very dynamic and problem solving, saying, okay, I need to find out why we're inflamed. Okay, let's take some energy from our body to see if we can go address that without any medications or things like that. It it wants to fix that. But the problem that I see is when your body is trying to fight something, whether it's a food intolerance or inflammation or whatever the case may be, then that energy is not being used to deal with the stressors of life. And we've all had a ton of stress. This pandemic has been extremely stressful. There's been well-documented cases of people being really stressed at home, stressed at work, family stressors, elections, you name it. You know, And of course, the pandemic has been, as I said, really stressful for people. So when you're under stress, then your body's fighting that as well, which then takes a toll. And that's when you start seeing mental and physical problems. So not only is eating the right foods for you critically important, and I had a food intolerance test done last year, and I was tested on over 250 different types of foods that I have intolerances to or not. And I was surprised by some of the foods that I saw on this list that I did not know that was creating some problems for me. So I started replacing some of those foods with other foods that did not provide a problem to me. And it improved my sleep and improved my digestion. It made me feel better. And it also gave me the energy to make sure that I was active, make sure that I was doing mindfulness exercises and stress reduction techniques to keep things as harmonious as possible with me. And it's, I'll be honest with you, it has been really, really helpful in navigating through this pandemic where during this entire pandemic, number one, haven't been able to travel and see family and friends. I speak for a living, so I haven't been able to go out and speak at conferences. My father passed away at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, So there's been a lot of things that have happened, but because I've taken care of myself, because I'm eating foods that are right for me, because I'm getting activity, because I'm using stress reduction techniques that work for me, I've been able to navigate through these challenging times and get a good night's sleep. My digestive system works well. I've been keeping healthy. I've been able to stay away from contracting COVID-19 and other ailments as well. Um, and it's all because I recognize, you know, and those, all those steps that you said that you have to do to be you know, completely healthy, mind, body, and soul. When you do all those things, it helps prevent you from getting those horrible chronic diseases. And I used to work in healthcare. I, were, I was a healthcare executive for over a decade and it was at a primary care clinics. And I saw people coming into my clinic all the time that had every one of those chronic diseases. Not hopefully, you know, the person usually didn't have all of them. There was you know, some people that had a couple of them, but every one of those things that you mentioned, you know, the hypertension, the heart disease, cancer, all all those things that um, have come into play. I see people every day dealing with that, and it breaks my heart because I know 
that if they made some adjustments in their lives that they can do, that they wouldn't be in that situation. And that's, I think, why your book is so critically important for people is to take a step and look at it and learn from how we can make ourselves healthier and feel better just by doing some things that we can definitely do. Everything that you listed are not impossible for people to do. Every They're all attainable. You know, you, you had mentioned a few minutes ago where you recognized that you were overweight. So you made some changes in your life, which now you're obviously healthier and obviously it will help prolong your life and not only prolong your life, but prolong a, a quality life. And I think that's another thing that a lot of people need to focus is if you want to live a long, healthy life, then the steps you take today are going to make sure that that happens, or at least give you a really good opportunity to be able to live a long and healthy life instead of just a long life where you're suffering from a bunch of chronic diseases and comorbidities and everything else that happens. I agree wholeheartedly, and you just mentioned a long, uh, happy life if you take care of yourself. And I'm a living example of that. Uh, my weight got reduced on this diet. And as far as exercise is concerned, I'm 86 years of age. I exercise six days a week for about an hour and a half every day. And uh, I do yoga exercises, Tai Chi exercises. There are 32 Western exercises. Uh, and then the bicycle uh, every day and walking. And uh, I have divided it into such a portion that uh, twice a week I do uh, yoga and bicycle and walking for one and a half hour the other days. Uh, I do Western exercises, which actually is a total of uh, 36. Uh, so you can see me at age 86. That is what I am doing. And here I am active also in this podcast and all my memory uh, so far, uh, with God's blessing, uh, is fine. And this is because of healthy diet and those six things that I mentioned for healthy lifestyle. So people should remember it's not only healthy diet, it is healthy lifestyle, which also includes stress reduction, regular exercise. And, and in your findings and everything that you have in the book, is there one area of lifestyle that people neglect more than others? I'm guessing it's probably the, the diet side of things. But I'm guessing pretty close, if not equal, or maybe even more, is not being active, not getting the exercising that they do. do you, have you noticed in, in your line of work, and, and congratulations on 86, by the way, I was completely off on, on guessing your current age because um, I just, oh, I'm usually bad at it anyway, but I figured that you would be a bit younger than that. But I, again, you're living proof of learning that Okay, I can make some changes in my life when you made the changes to lose your weight and everything else, that now you live a healthy lifestyle, your brain is working just as well as ever before, and you're able to do all these things that you do now at an age where a lot of people, 
unfortunately, if they don't make the adjustments in their 30s and 40s and even 50s, they may not see 86. So congratulations to you on that. But uh, real quick, as we as we approach the end of our conversation, do you, do you think that it's diet or exercise that seem to be the, the thing that gets neglected most by people? Well, actually, all the three, diet, exercise, and stress, uh, are that get to the people. And I advise them as far as diet is concerned, remember there are bad carbohydrates and good carbohydrates, bad fats and good fats. The bad carbs are sugar, white flour, cornstarch and cornmeal. Some people think that rice are bad. Uh, this is true that rice is not a complicated carbohydrate. It's a simple carbohydrate like sugar, but you always eat rice with beans and vegetables, which have a lot of fiber in it. And when you chew it, then the fiber gets thoroughly mixed with the rice and it acts like a whole grain. So don't hesitate to use rice as long as you're eating beans and vegetables with it. Then as far as Good carbs are concerned, which you should eat more, and they are fruits, vegetables, beans, and whole grains. And the definition of whole grain is a carb which has more than 10% content of fiber in it. And then the bad fats are saturated fats, trans fats, and oils. The prepackaged, highly processed meat like sausage, bologna, salami, uh, bacon, uh, highly processed uh, prepackaged snacks, fried food, those are bad fats you should avoid. Good fats that you should eat are nuts, seeds, fish, and avocado. But avocado being a fat, contains twice the calories of carbohydrates. So make sure not to eat too much. And usually it is advised that no more than two tablespoons of avocado twice a day. So these are good carbs and good fats to eat. Having said that, I tell them uh, that uh, uh, everybody should have probiotic in the form of yogurt. And uh, if you are allergic to any content of yogurt, don't worry. Uh, in that case, you concentrate on vegetables. Vegetables all have probiotics. And then there are prebiotics, uh, which are the food for the bacteria, good bacteria in the gut, which kill the bad bacteria and that leaves your gut healthy and those prebiotics are fermented vegetables like sauerkraut miso and uh, all other vegetables have uh, prebiotics in it and then uh, if you are a meat eater make sure to trim off all the fat eat smaller portions and uh, eat lean meat uh, as far as uh, milk products are concerned, always prefer low fat. Uh, and if you have coronary disease or any history, 
uh, in the family than go for non-fat uh, dairy products. And uh, never forget antioxidants because stress uh, leads to a lot of oxidants in the body which lead to inflammation. So use antioxidants and antioxidants are present in your nuts, seeds, spices like cinnamon, garlic, ginger, uh, 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 turmeric powder, and then antioxidants are also present uh, in uh, uh, vegetables of all colors, especially carrots, and they are present in coffee and tea. Americans get their antioxidants in the morning from tea. Uh, then they are present in red wine, but of course don't uh, consume too much of wine. And lastly, a good news, very powerful antioxidants in chocolates. So if you are used to eating dessert uh, after your meals uh, every day, I have good news for you. And that is half an ounce to one ounce of dark chocolate. But remember, all dark chocolates are not created the same <clears throat> because dark milk chocolate is also a dark chocolate. But the answer is no because the cacao content is less than 35% in that. Rest is milk and sugar. And you should consume chocolates which are dark and on the label they say cacao content of more than 75%, but certainly not less than 60%. I personally use <clears throat> half an ounce of dark chocolate, 88% cacao, uh, every evening. In the beginning, it may sound a little, uh, may seem a little bitter, but you get used to it. So you can start with the 75% or 70% and gradually build it up. So, and those who are vegetarians, they must uh, eat one multivitamin with minerals every day because vitamin B12, which is very important, comes only from animal souls. And if they are strict vegetarians, they have to have a multivitamin mineral one every day. So uh, this is in short the uh, advice and people who have uh, coronary disease or risk factors for coronary disease, they should avoid even low fat products, eat non-fat products. So this is what I would uh, advise. Yeah, important information for sure. And again, I highly encourage people to pick up your book and, and learn you know, how everything works together in our bodies and how to live a much better life. So Raj, I love this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and the book and everything else? Uh, if I may uh, say one thing before I go to that, and that is if they want a short, practical, quick answer, what to avoid, Stay away from fried foods. Stay away from highly processed uh, uh, meat like uh, sausages, bologna, and all that, and highly processed uh, uh, prepackaged snacks. Uh, so th that is important. Now to answer your uh, question, 
they can find all this information. I have uh, my website, which is Raj K Anand. One word: R A J K A N A N D dot com. Raj K Anand dot com. And if they go there, they will find something on the home page about me, and then my wife, in whose name I am donating all these proceeds to Dana Farber Cancer Institute. And then they will see my book, uh, and they can read the reviews. For shopping, there is a card, a shop sign. They click on that; it will take them directly to Amazon, and they can order there. And lastly, there is contact button. If they touch that, then they will uh, be guided to my uh, email through which they can. Uh, reach me, which is rajkeanand at icloud dot com, and I always answer emails. I promise that. That's awesome, and I'll definitely have all that information in the show notes. So, Raj, again, thank you so much for your time today and for all this amazing work that you're doing. Uh, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Uh, pleasure meeting you, and thanks to your listeners. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.